Father, we exalt your name above heavens. We glorify your name above the earth. Thank you for the precious blood of your son Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your name. Father, the time has come for your children to be blessed through the vehicle of your word. Father, bless them mightily. Let your presence and your glory fill this place. Let your word have a free course in my mouth to bless your children today. Do the impossible through the vehicle of your word. I disband all wicked association in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to express my profound gratitude to Canon Professor Chikere and Canon Professor Honor. Yes. God bless you and the leadership of this church for giving me the opportunity to come here and share the word of life with you. It was many years ago I came here and that at that time the desert encroachment on my head was not pronounced as it is today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today you will be blessed. Turn with me to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 32. From verse 9 to 12. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham. And God of my father Isaac, the Lord which says unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. Deliver me. I pray thee from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. And that says, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered. Hallelujah. Today we are considering the topic holding God to his word. One of the surest way and the most effective way to hold God to his word is through prayer. Another way is by positive confession. Confessing what is in harmony with the word of God. But today, I'll be dwelling extensively on prayer. On prayer. Before then, what is prayer? The commonest definition of prayer is asking and receiving. Some of us don't go beyond this definition. That is why when you go to a bar, you see a church asking and receiving Bible church. But prayer is beyond asking and receiving. <laughs> prayer is communion with God the Father through His Son Jesus. God has need of fellowship. God created man primarily to have fellowship with him. And that fellowship was broken as a result of sin. 
But now in Christ Jesus, that broken union is now reestablished. Now that you are born again, now that you have given your life unreservedly, totally, to the Lord Jesus Christ, God wants you to maintain an unbroken relationship with Him. And how can you do this? Through prayer. There is no level you reach in prayer that you will not like to go more. In America, a young man enrolled in a pilot training school and in his last year in the school, he submitted himself to an old man, a pilot training instructor who was about to retire. And this man trained this young man. And when he was about to retire, he called this young man, not knowing that this young man is a Christian. He said, anytime you are flying an aeroplane and it's within American airspace and you have problem, call me. And in the process of time, this young man carried an aeroplane. Not an aeroplane like DHL that carried luggages, you know, <laughs> and was in the air with only few staff. And he was hearing a noise emanating from the engine side. He decided to call this old retired pilot at the age of 85. And the old man told him to go beyond that altitude. And that was done. When he did that, he was no longer hearing noise. When he finally, finally landed the plane, <laughs> he went to the engine side to check. He discovered to his surprise and dismay that five rats had died. And God spoke to this young man. He said, son, there is an altitude you reach in prayer that Satan cannot come near you. The word of God that says, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm will not be a theory in your life, but a practical reality. That is why you must spend quality time on your knees every day, communicating, communing with God. So prayer is beyond asking and receiving. It is communion with God the Father through his son Jesus. Number three, prayer is the spreading of our helplessness before the face of a loving God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus. You see, in this battle of life, you have to rely extensively on God. You don't have to be dependent. You have to rely on God. That's why the Bible says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Of strongholds. Number four, prayer is a railroad along which God conveys his blessings to us on earth. If you read the book of Exodus 20 verse 24, God told the children of Israel, an altar of earth must you raise for me. And in the place of the altar, I will come down and bless you. You are a Christian. You are supposed to lay down a railroad between you and God in heaven. So that God can convey his blessings upon your life. Number five, prayer is the respiration of a spiritual man. Just like air is vitally important for human existence. That is what air 
That is what prayer is to a spiritual man. Through exercise in prayer, you breathe in the life of God and you breathe out the life of God. Show me a powerful preacher. I will tell you the secret of that man's life is in prayer. Hallelujah. When I was there, uh, in Portaico, there was a young man deformed in the left leg and deformed in the left hand. Born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, as far back as 1979. This young man went to God and said, what do I do with my life? God said, give yourself to prayer. Every day, this young man will pray in tongues, non-stop for three hours. He didn't know that as he prays, the power of God is absorbed in the shirt that he normally prays with. One Saturday, this young man decided to wash that ordinary cloth and hang it outside. Incidentally, this young man was living near a native doctor. <laughs> By 3 p.m., people were coming to patronize the services of the native doctor. And they were doing incantation, enchantment, for demons to appear and tell them people's problem and the possible solution. But the demons could not come home. The demons finally spoke from a far place. And it was amplified to the hearing of the native doctor. He said we cannot come home. Until you tell the owner of that shirt to remove the shirt. To remove what? The shirt. And this young man was sleeping. Not knowing what has transpired in the spirit realm. And the native doctor came and knocked on the door. That is the first time a native doctor called a, a man of God, brother. He said, brother, your shirt is dry. Your shirt is dry. There is power in prayer. Through prayer, you breathe in the life of God. And you breathe out the life of God. Any man that prays will always rise above all satanic influences. Number six, the author of prayer is a place of spiritual metamorphosis. It's a place of spiritual exchange. You exchange your weakness with the strength of the Almighty God. No wonder the Bible says, They that wait upon the Lord shall do what? Renew their strength. Number seven, prayer is an invisible cable connecting you and God, the Father in heaven, through which God's power flows into your life. Flows into your life. Hallelujah. Flows into your life. Number eight. Prayer is a joint venture between God and the redeemed child of God. God bless you. Redeemed child of God. Towards the realization and accomplishment of, of his redemptive plan on earth. When you discover... When you go to heaven, you will discover to your surprise that many people will come out to stand at attention to welcome you. You are wondering, ah, did I go out to evangelism to witness to these people? No. But through prayer, you have prayed them into the kingdom of God. Because as Zion travels, they bring forth their children. Prayer. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 
to his word. There are three kinds of prayer I will just mention today. Explain a bit and then we will pray. Number one is asking and receiving prayer. How can you pray a result-oriented prayer? I'm going to tell you how. From today you begin to ask God and God will be doing definite things in your life. Number one, you must be conscious of the presence of God. This God we are serving is not far from us. He is God of now. He is God that fills the heaven and the earth. By Him we live, we move and have our being. That's why some of the songs we sing destroys even the faith we have in the consciousness of the presence of God. I went to one church in Portai Court. I refused to sing the song they were singing. And what was the song? Eli, Eli, Lana Tabasani, Eli, Eli. I said, these people, do they know what they are singing? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I said, I will not sing that song with you people. The Lord Jesus Christ was abandoned on the cross of Calvary because of you. And now God has spoken. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. That you might boldly confess that the Lord is your helper and you ought not to fear what man can do unto you. He said, I am with you till the consummation of this age. The presence of God is very simple. You must be conscious of the presence of God. You must believe without any iota of doubt that in your room, God is there. Somebody came to me and says, anytime he goes to mountain, God normally answers his prayer. I say, don't preach it. Don't do what? Don't preach it. Whether you go to mountain or not, God feeds the heaven and the earth. That was the secret of success in the prayer life of our Lord Jesus Christ. And there was a prophetic statement regarding that that was literally fulfilling his life. I have said the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand. And because I've done these two things, whether all the billions of demons gathered together against me, the Son of God, he says I shall be unmovable. That is the secret of immovability in Christendom. Presence of God. Very simple. This is the confidence we have in him. That if we ask anything, <laughs> according to his will, he heareth us. You don't even know he hears you. That's why you doubt your prayer. He heareth us. And if you know he hears you, you have every petition that you desired. Simple. The presence of God. I shared this when uh, my sister was in the university. About two men who left America to one of the African countries had a successful crusade. And when they were returning, before they landed in America, there was a mechanical fault in the air. People were weeping and crying and shouting, except one man of God that was calm, composed and collected in the midst of problem. And the other man of God joined the crowd. <laughs> He touched him and said, why are you like them? The Lord said he is with us. He opened the book of uh, T, uh, Matthew. He said, lo, the Lord is with us till the end of this war. But he wasn't comforted. He said, the Lord said, lo, but we are now high. <laughs> <laughs> Pray 
presence of God. Number two, assure yourself that what you are about to ask God is accommodated in his word. Oh, hallelujah. He said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you will ask whatever you will and it will be given to you. Number three, ask believingly. Doubt your doubts in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when you are prayed to the extent of having the title deed, the inner certainty in your heart that your prayer has been answered, the temptation you will have is that the following day the devil will come and whisper to your ear, repeat all those prayers you prayed yesterday so that you live in doubt. How can you overcome this? It is by thanking God because he has answered your prayer. Abraham did not stagger concerning the promises of God, but he was strong in faith. How do we know he was strong in faith? He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Praises, adoration, and thanks given, they are the highest order of faith. Then number, number what? One, two, three, four, five. Number five, some of us are lacking in this. Warfare. Everybody say warfare. There are three types of heavens. We have the atmospheric heaven, where the sun, the moon, and the stars are. Beyond this heaven, you have the second heaven, where Satan decided to set up his headquarters with demons. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities and powers. Against the rulers of darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness. Where? In the high places. See, warfare is needed. So anytime you kneel down to pray, just like Daniel, and you ask God to do something, the answer is on the way. But it has to travel through the second heaven and the third heaven. To come into this physical into this physical war, into this physical realization. One man, a medical doctor, a missionary to American Indians, he was praying the prayer of Daniel and the prayer of Moses. Oh God, show me your glory. He didn't know how God was going to answer that prayer. Fasting always and praying, I need your glory. On a set day, he was fasting. The wife and the children, they left the house. An angel of God physically appeared in the room. He said, Dr. Pison, <laughs> your spirit and soul will leave your body. And we are going to go to the third heaven. The spirit and the soul left the body. <laughs> and as they were ascending into heaven, they got to the second heaven. It was filled with darkness. He said, don't be afraid. We are going to pierce through that darkness. Entered into this third heaven. Talked to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. After four days, when he was coming back with the angel of God, escorting him, they came to that second heaven. The glory of God had illuminated him. So there was illumination in that second heaven, filled with darkness. So he was able to see luggages. Luggages. The angel of God. The, the man of God touched the angel of God. He said, you are too fast. 
I want to know all these luggages, what is it meant for? He said, These are the prayer of the saints that have been answered, and they are hanging where? In the second heaven. One brother that was poverty stricken was stupendously wealthy, but the wind was contrary. He became poor. He came to me, and I prayed one prayer. Father, in the name of your son Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I command all the blessing, all the inheritance of this brother hanging in the second heaven to be released and to locate him. In less than three minutes, I mean three months, the quotation he gave in Federal Ministry of Education, 1.8 billion naira. He doesn't even have the machinery to print the books. He was called and given the contract. And they paid him up front. But before they paid him up front, they said, wait a minute. I'm going to contact somebody who is a good this job. I don't have the machinery. He went to academic, academic press in Lagos. Entered into contract with him. This brother became a millionaire overnight. That's what God can do. Your blessings are hanging where? In the second heaven. Warfare! Right from the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffers from what? Violence! And men of violence take it by force. And from Delta Ibo, we believe that Pidgin English originated from Delta. If you want to hear undiluted Pidgin English, come to Delta State. In fact, they interpret, they interpret English, that is message, messages in English to <laughs> broken English. And you will like, even PhD holders, they will go to where they, they speak in Pidgin English. We see an old woman, 90 something years, giving testimony. And when she has finished giving testimony, he said, God, who has done this? I carry three trailer load of hallelujah. I go give them. Have you ever seen hallelujah loaded in a vehicle? It's in Delta State. <laughs> so a man of God from outside the country quoted this verse of the scripture. Right from the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffers from violence. And men of violence take it by force. And he was wondering how this man will interpret it in Pidgin English. He said, right from the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffers from Girigiri. And by Girigiri, we go take him. <laughs> by Girigiri, you take what belongs to you. Okay, the next one before we pray is prevailing prayer. <laughs> in prevailing prayer, you prevail over your enemies and obtain your heart desire. Am I communicating? You prevail over your enemies. You don't take no as an answer from the camp of darkness. Smith Wiggles what? When he was alive, a girl who was 14 years old who had blood clot and in the process of time became blind because of that blood clot. Wrote Wiggles what? Through the father. He said, I've heard about all miracles that are happening in your ministry. How the dead are being brought back to life. Please, I am blind. And you know the worst thing is to be seen before you become blind. It's the worst. 
So we go swore to reply and said, I will only come on one condition if two of us will enter a room. And you will not come out. And that will not come out until you see. Oh, I love that. And the girl replied with all pleasure. On a set day, Smith Wigglesworth went to this girl's house with the father and the mother. The father and the mother were the ones that welcomed him. And the girl came out of the room and said, Ah, Smith Wigglesworth, thank you for coming. There is a room reserved for two of us. Let us go there. And they went there. Smith Wigglesworth prayed for one hour. Two hours, nothing happened. When he was approaching the third hour, the two eyes popped open. Open! When you are going into prevailing prayer, you don't determine the time and the hour. I was in USA 2011 and they handed over to me a problem that is very difficult. A girl who was an A student that desired to read medicine but she was suffering from lupus. Is it lupus? Lupus. <laughs> it's a dangerous sickness. So it's not common. It has no cure. You can only restrain it. <laughs> no cure. This girl wants to read medicine. I came to their house. They said even the worst thing is that Anybody suffering from this sickness, the organs are destroyed gradually. I said, I will not pray for you today. I will just thank God. I'm coming the second day. I told my sister, I'm on fruit fasting. I'll be taking fruit drink in the night for two days. The first day, I prayed in tongues for seven hours. The second day, five hours. I was taking my bath. My brother was coming to pick me. And then I had this song, I don't even know how to sing. And that is one of the ways God speaks to me. Kaiga ziga hozi, kaiga guaha. Now what? Chianye dema. My brother, I told my brother, I said, this girl is healed. Went to their house, commanded the foundation of that sickness to die. By the spirit, given life to the sickness. Caused the symptoms and effect to die. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That girl was healed. And you know what? Anytime I go to America, somebody will always come and tell me, that girl you prayed for, 2011, is healed. 2021, I was there. They said, that girl is perfectly healed. Now she's on her way to become a medical doctor. I expect you to clap your hand. <laughs> Then the last is traveling prayer. You travel to give birth. My little children of whom I travel in birth again until Christ is forming you. You travel for two major purposes. To give birth to children, spiritual children, and to pray for them until Christ is forming their life. Until they be like the Lord Jesus Christ in all areas of life, in all ramifications, we will not give up hope. You see the responsibility that is upon every Christian. You travel to give birth to children. That's why I love this woman of God called Amir Macpherson. The one that God used to start 
four square church. She went to London. People didn't come for her program. She went into her closet and prayed in the spirit for 12 hours. She was not satisfied. The following day, 12 hours. And God came to the room and said, Will you be able to do what I want you to do? He said, God, anything that will bring souls to the kingdom, I am ready. He said, Amir McPherson, <laughs> go to one of the most strategic places in London with a chair. Raise it up. I will sustain you. You will be like a statue. <laughs> and then you see what will happen. And that was done. People began to gather. 100, 200, 1,000. Come and see a woman though, that raised up seat and was un unable to bring it down. 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. The woman found a microphone, battery operated, and preached to the crowd. And many gave their life to Jesus. There are some people that are not on your level though. They are not on your level. That is why today, your number one prayer is that God, pour upon me again the spirit of grace and supplication. Even some of you, you, you may, there are some of you, you don't pray in the morning. Your own is to be answering the prayer of somebody. Amen? 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 After one hour, you think you have prayed. You have not prayed. You learn how to pray by praying. And there are some of you, you believe in computerized prayer. 14 prayer points. Father, you know I am a king. I don't have time to waste. I have 14 prayer points. Answer them now in the name of Jesus. And you pray in one useless, lifeless tongue. You have not prayed. <laughs> you have not prayed. Today, I'm going to lead you the priestly anointing. If I be a man of prayer, God will answer your prayer. Amen. Priestly anointing will come upon you. Oh, the most joyful thing is to have communion with God. Hallelujah. All glory, honor, thanksgiving and praises. All glory, honor, thanksgiving and praises. All glory, honor, thanksgiving and praises. All glory, honor to thy Lord, hallelujah, all glory, honor, thanksgiving and praises.
prophetic and kingly anointing is coming upon you. You will never be the same again. Say with me, Father, I come to you by faith in the precious blood of your son Jesus. Father, I thought I'd been prayerful, but I'm not prayerful as, as I should be. Father, I acknowledge my sin of prayerlessness. I ask that you forgive me. Revive my spirit. Renew my strength. Pour upon me afresh the spirit of grace and supplication. In the name of Jesus. Father, let the priestly, prophetic, and kingly anointing come mightily upon me. Thank you, Father. I will never be the same. I will enjoy your presence. I will not dread your presence again. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, when you call me to preach, you said you confirm your word. I have declared your word to your children. Confirm your word. Father, today, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I come against the spirit of prayerlessness. In their lives, I arrest you, demon spirit of prayerlessness. I bind you all, and I cast you into utter darkness. In Jesus' name. Every weapon of prayerlessness in the various places of abode of these ones, I command to be consumed by fire. In Jesus' name. Father, revive their spirit. Renew their strength. Pour upon them afresh the spirit of grace and supplication. Oh, my Father, let the priestly anointing that enables one to pray, prophetic and kingly anointing for warfare, come mightily. I say, come mightily, Father, Amen. upon these ones, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are sick, just raise up your hand with your right hand. Put your left hand where the sickness is. God will heal you today. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, took your infirmities. He bore your sickness on the cross of Calvary. And by his stripes, you are healed already. Hallelujah. Father, look at your children. They have raised up their hands. I bring them before your throne in the third heaven. Look afresh upon the precious blood. Father of your son Jesus. And let your healing mercy be extended to them now. In Jesus' name. Father, let the power of the Holy Spirit overshadow them. And let the word from my mouth not fall to the ground. I command every arrows of infirmity fired into these bodies to be withdrawn now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. How God Almighty, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, anointed His Holy Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, with the Holy Ghost and with power. Action he went about doing good. Healing all that we are oppressed of the devil. For God Almighty, the Father was with him. The same anointing of the Holy Spirit. With which God anointed his son Jesus Christ. Without measure. Is the same anointing of the Holy Ghost. Resident in me. 
and resident in us. Today, I take authority over the spirit of infirmity in their bodies. I bind them in Jesus' name. And I cast them into utter darkness in Jesus' name. I command every sickness in your bodies to die by force. To die immediately. To die by thunder. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let the yoke of infirmity from your head to the sole of your feet be broken. Be broken. Be broken. Be broken. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. anointing upon you. Be made whole now. I say be made whole now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you. We give you glory and honor and majesty, dominion and power in the name of the Lord Jesus.